because I just went through um, the the heart rending experience of like recording an entire episode and Skype just not delivering the recording. It just uh. it could not be found. Skype failed to do it. Um, so we had to re-record it, and it was fine, and the re-record was fun, but I'm not taking any chances anymore. <laughs> yes, trust no one, as podcasting has taught you. <laughs> Absolutely. If if doing anything creative has taught me anything, <laughs> it's to be very careful who and what you place your trust in, and to yeah. always, always have a plan B. <laughs> Oh yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that like kind of goes back to our like original OG um episode where we were talking about like postgrad life. It, yeah, if anything I've learned that in the postgrad life. Be very careful who and what you place your trust in. That includes uh roommates, the basic functions of the city that you live in, uh <laughs> anyone you decide to uh, collaborate with creatively because, and I am not a pessimist here, it it can and will fall apart at any moment and you cannot anticipate it so you need to um, you need to not walk into any situation like the protagonist of Landslide walks into, where she's <laughs> built her entire life around this guy and, and has to leave them and they're like, well what is my life now? What do I even do with myself? <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, no. I, Do not follow any advice from Fleetwood Mac songs. <laughs> no, and, and listen, Fleetwood Mac, my favorite band of all time, I would, I just don't take any of their advice. Is all I'm, like, they are not good examples. No. <laughs> they are not no. good role models. They, they should not be uh, trusted as authority figures, <laughs> though their music is great. Yeah, they're lucky that Rumors is as good as it is for, like, the mess of how it was made because like if it was like if like one thing went wrong it would have been like what the fuck are they doing <laughs> it's it's the difference between you know the the great struggle to make say apocalypse now and you walk out the other side with an all-time masterpiece versus the great struggle uh, to make the man who killed don quixote where after decades of effort it streams for free on crackle you know like it's and and those processes are equal but the the end result is what determines the futility of the entire thing oh yeah so do we think so now bringing it back to cats because we have to talk about the second trailer i feel so like, I feel a lot of empathy for you that you've seen it six times, because I'm horrified. And I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, everyone, uh, Podcast the Pod About Cats. I have brought back uh, the, 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 our first episode guest, the OG trailer sleuth, uh, Melanie Humphrey, uh, to, to talk about after a four month drought period where there was nothing on the cats front. Suddenly, over the course of two weeks, we get A, Taylor Swift's original single for Cats, oh. and uh, which, you know, episode incoming, and B, the second trailer after after such a long wait. After, you know, uh, finally my husband has returned from war, <laughs> Odysseus has come home, and he's found that everything has changed. And I thought it impossible. That this trailer 
that we've all been talking about for four months that has never really left the cultural consensus. <laughs> that that I thought it impossible that this second trailer could could get within a a a mountain's distance of the first trailer. I thought it impossible on the level of mind-bending unreality on the level of making you question you know if these are people then what am i i i thought it couldn't be done nay i say this one might be more <laughs> I, okay. so my initial thought so you know i was pretty uh lusty in that last episode about wanting to see some dicks uh, <laughs> okay we don't see any dicks but i have i we see way more body and i immediately regret and rescind all my uh statements about wanting to see more dick because I'm horrified, <laughs> but, but I like specifically like, you know, we, I think in that first trailer, Idris Elba, we were like, oh, he's going to be a cool looking cat. Like he definitely like is one of the better, like he got the good CGI, not like Jennifer Hudson. He did not get the good CGI. <laughs> I, it's like they swapped the CGI because Jennifer Hudson in her brief appearance looks much better. You know, per my brother's theory, the short-haired cats work a lot better than the long-haired cats. Mm -hmm. And and Jennifer looked much better in this trailer. Whereas mm -hmm. Idris, who in the first trailer was sort of shrouded in, in mystery, wearing the classic Marvel comics, like, trench coat and hat to sort of hide his visage, we see him in all of his glory in this trailer. And by that I mean he is stark fucking naked. And I am terrified. Well, and too, I want to talk about proportions. Because in the first trailer, I was like, why are they so small? But like now we know, like, okay, these cats are going to be way too small. So I was not surprised by the smallness. But like... Their shoulders are too big and their legs are tiny. Because, like, that was, like, jarring about Idris Elba and his body was that, like, his shoulders are huge and his legs are teeny. And, like, same with Taylor Swiftcat. Taylor Swiftcat also way worse, way worse. I thought she was being the good CGI, too. No. Like... She's got a huge, like, huge shoulder, and she shimmied her body at us. Oh, my God! This is... This trailer, it's... And I, I hesitate to use this phrasing in this way, but follow me here. This is a sexy fucking trailer <laughs> that, like, Idris Elba is stark raving naked and Taylor Swift's cat does a little titty shimmy, like does a, does one of those like come here Buster burlesque booby shakes, and I, what is happening? What is going on? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it was like that was that was all a little 
that was and and it happened so fast too so that's the thing where it's like it's like i saw too much and then saw too little where it's like like it cut so quickly from idris elba like naked and winking and then he's gone and then like taylor swift shakes at us gone like too much james corden again way too much james corden it it just uh, and it just happened you're like wait like and I think maybe the first one had a better like you're the film person so I like I think there was a a better like plot line to the first trailer where the second trailer was like flash 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 cats and you're like I have more questions (laughs) there's there's a certain uh, uh, oh there's so much to unpack here okay there to the first trailer there was a certain sense of scene of tone that felt of a uniform place it's kind of this unnerving subtly creepy uh, atmospheric trailer that say what you will about any aspect of it is a very effective bit of of marketing we mm-hmm. have been talking about it nonstop and it really it set its place and tone very well you you felt like you were getting an idea of the movie you were going to see and then you know somebody puts like the music from the us trailer over it and it like it it only adds to the experience it's cut together in a comprehensible way. This second trailer is throwing fucking spaghetti at the wall to see if any of it sticks. It's it's hucking fucking meatballs at a at a target and and, and trying to pick it up. It's it, to me, it felt like the difference between watching uh, Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz, like a really tightly paced well-scripted comedy and then watching fucking Anchorman or Knocked Up, like these movies that are improvised from the ground up and are anarchic and chaotic and nothing strings you along from one moment to the next. Does that does that make sense? Does that, like, register? Yes, yes. That's, like, exactly where they were, like... Like, I think they're even just trying to gauge maybe in a marketing standpoint of, like, what is cool that people want to see. They're like, oh, Idris Elba is cool. Let's put him mostly in the trailer. And then you're like, ah, no, no, we didn't ask for that. Like, I, 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 I like, I did, but I regret it now. Or, you know, like, I, I, yeah, like, and I think, too, like, if I, I, I don't know, I'm not the biggest trailer watcher, but I guess, like, because we we had the first trailer and then now this trailer but there was no in between trailer and like there's that that's maybe why it feels so disconnected like there wasn't like a like another cool through line trailer and then this feels like the like 20 second trailer in between a movie or like on your instagram stories where it's like here 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 okay see it you you get it you get it you could come like that's what it feels like and 
because I've been binging all the episodes of podcasts and I feel like I've learned so much about the musical <laughs> through this journey that you have taken on. I mean, I've learned a lot and also so very little at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a hundred percent fair. That's the most glowing reveal I'll ever get for the show. I feel like I learned so much and yet nothing at all. Well, cause also it's like, I think it's, it's a placeholder. I'm like, Oh, I don't need to see the musical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not committed to that part yet. Um, I think it doesn't like. I think you like categorized, like talked about all the different songs. I absolutely don't think all those songs are going to make it into this movie. A hundred percent, they are not. Um, there and because and this is the the biggest turn in this trailer is that long we have speculated that. Oh, are they maybe, like, adding a plot? It kind of looks like they're adding, like, a direct sort of fantasy through line to the whole thing. Are they going to add dialogue? And the answer we're getting from this trailer is two hard fucking yeses. This this thing is fucking silly with dialogue. We've still... (laughs) You know what we haven't heard from the fucking two Cats trailers? Songs. We've heard, we've heard memory and we've heard this and now we've heard a reorchestrated slowed down version of the, of, uh, Jellicle Cats, the opening number of the show. And you know what I haven't heard? Any other music from this movie. Yes. It's like they're trying to hide it. Well, it's like they're trying, like, I mean, I guess it could be two things. They could hide it so it's like you come to see the movie to see a songs, or they're, those those are the only songs. <laughs> like, baby, they've cut everything but memory from the show. <laughs> and adding this crazy Taylor Swift song, which I know you're going to have your own episode, and I haven't even listened to it because that 20-second clip where she's like, rooms that I'm not let into because Taylor Swift is a cat and we don't allow cats in all of our rooms sometimes because they'll ruin things. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and again, you're about to hear a whole episode about this audience, but the, the song that Taylor has written is not for her character, Um, It's for the character that they've made the protagonist of Cats, which is not a thing. They've they've created from whole cloth a a protagonist. Um, Mm -hmm. But it it seems to be a direct rehash of everything about the song Memory. It's about, (laughs) like, I used to be beautiful and now it's gone. I'm I'm locked out. I can't get in through these doors. And I'm like, motherfucker, that is memory. That is what that song is about. Yeah, oof. Oh, okay. If we're gonna talk about little ballerina cat, so that's that's the the Francis Hayward who has still not spoken. Um, not not I not spoken say. nor sang in either of these trailers. But God help me, we James Corden's talking. You know he's oh, he's God. riffing. He's doing some of his classic James Corden riffs. You know that's what I say to you. And that's, you know, everyone's going to be quoting that one on the playground, you know, in the dawn of the new year. Everyone's going to be wearing t-shirts of, that's what I say to you. Um, 
of of course we get Rebel Wilson. She's riffing. She's firing off on all cylinders. Don't mess with the crazy cat lady. And then she hits herself in the face with a big chain because what are we doing? <laughs> well, yeah, like there's like uh, there's too many villains. You know, like is Judy Dench a villain? It, well, and also is she Mister Mistopheles? No, we we see Mr. Mistopheles a couple times in this trailer. It, it, once, he flies in through a window, lands in a big pair of shoes, and falls on his face. And then the second time, after James Corden's big, hilarious riff, uh, we Mr. Mistopheles goes, cross pause, and crosses his paws. Like, I'm supposed to know, like, that's a big reference I'm supposed to get? Or that that's, like, a big fucking comedy closer? Um, I... Wait, uh, is it, he, he's, he's the sad hat cat? Yeah, he's the top hat cat. Oh, God, okay. Well, okay, in the, like, 80s version, who's that, like, orange-yellow cat that's always on the poster? Um, uh, is that... that... me? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what poster you're talking about specifically. Um, I just know the one with the eyes. Um, it could be a Rum Tum Tugger, and we get more of Rum Tum Tugger. We get uh, uh, Jason Derulo. We finally hear Jason Derulo, and he's just—he's just, just, just screaming like four times. He's just screaming in exactly the same way. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the the trailer is auto playing before me on Twitter. We do see Mr. Mistopheles a third time, where he's uh, magically levitating out of a dresser drawer, holding a, a woman's brassiere, um, a giant woman's brassiere that, again, compared to him, looks like a parachute. Oh no! Oh. So, so this is my bad. I didn't do my homework before, you know, we recorded this, but, this you know. It's not a show I, for experts. I, Welcome. I, I, I have to pace myself because it's, it's just so much. And, like, I, it's, it's just all, it's, yeah. Oh, it's so much. And, like, I don't know. I've been pondering a lot about this one. Is that, like, and, and listening to all the other episodes is like how much dance is a part of pod uh, of, of cats of yeah. the cats musical. And like there is dancing in this, but there's so much talking and I'm going to say something kind of bitchy, but I will say any, there's only been one dance show that I have enjoyed that has had talking any other dancing that has talking. I hate it. Mm. I hate it because dance. You're supposed to get everything. You're supposed to get story, emotions, plot, everything from dance. And so, if you're not doing that well, then you will talk, and then it makes everything bad. You know, because like that's just my experience seeing dance. Is like you're supposed to get everything from the dancing, and this is where the bitchy part comes in. Is like. Uh, dancers are not always the best speakers. <laughs> like, I, I saw a, like, Midsummer Night's Dream opera with Puck as a dancer, and he talked, and he was terrible. He was like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And you're, like, the whole time. <sighs> Rough. Right? No, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, you know, the old adage goes, if you cannot 
um, speak it, sing it, and if you cannot sing it, dance it. Like that, it, those are the rules of theater. They're not mm-hmm. hard written, but that's generally true. Um, I think when it comes to dancers turn actors, there's two ways it can go. Because half the time, you get Mike Chang on Glee, and they're like, no, 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 you don't uh, get to talk. Because when you talk, it's nothing. Please stop talking. And then the other half of it is, uh, oh, and I don't know the actor's name, but Jason on uh, The Good Place um, is, you know, he's a dancer. Manny Jacinto. I found it. It was in my brain. Um, he he's a dancer by trade, and he's also fucking hilarious. So I, I I'm not going to count all dancers out, although generally I do agree with you. Yeah, a, oh, a, yeah. A, and I have even like it, that's been disproven to me recently. I saw a dance show where there was talking the whole time, and it was brilliant and amazing. And so, but I do think sometimes. Their dialogue can be a hidden thing of, like, to make something better, but actually makes it worse. And that's how I feel about this Cats trailer. Whereas the so much talking made it worse. There's so much talking. Absolutely. It's it's mostly talking. Whereas the last one, there were little hints of dialogue, and we're like, okay, maybe there will be, like, interstitial like, dialogue between songs. Mostly it was Memory, sung by Jennifer Hudson, and mm-hmm. all of these dang cats. Um, this is 90% dialogue with this, like, uh, undercurrent of this reorchestration of the, of the, of the opening number. Um, and it's just a bunch of goofs or, or, Idris Elba saying like I have plenty of soul and, and like leaping triumphantly away. Um, we see more of a lot of these cats, and I'm seeing them because I'm just sort of uh, replaying this trailer on mute in front of myself just to like really keep everything fresh in the dome. So we see Ian McKellen's cat for the first time, like outside, and he's like a big fluffy uh, Maine Coon sort of looking cat. Yes, a a large tail, like a a huge tail. (laughs) Whereas most of these guys seem to be, they have a very thin, slinky tail that follows behind them. Uh, Ian McKellen has the large foofer tail that that puffs up all around him. Um, It's, it's. I think, and I, this was so long ago, but if I remember correctly. Most trailers for most modern musicals, you feel like they're kind of trying to hide that it is a musical. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, Les Mis had the exact same trailer. That's like, here's a bunch of shots of actors and sets while Anne Hathaway sings "I Dreamed a Dream," um, and, mm-hmm. and then it didn't feel like they were trying to to smuggle in the fact that it was a musical. I don't remember the marketing for Into the Woods all that well, but it seemed like that wasn't really trying to make it public that this was a musical. Um, Jersey Boys, they really tried to make it look like a regular biopic as opposed to a full-on like stage musical adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only modern musical movie that I can remember... Uh, that has happened since Les Mis, but has, like, bothered to show you in the trailer that it's a musical, is probably that movie that came out last year, Anna and the Apocalypse. 
this like a zombie musical movie. Oh, um, that that came out. I unfortunately didn't get around to to seeing it as as I was not uh, flush with cash at that time. <laughs> but it was the only musical I can remember in in the last decade or so that has made its musical elements front and center. Okay. I think yes, and now I'm even thinking about Mamma Mia too, like what the the marketing was for because that came out like a year or so, a year or so ago. Wow, I had forgotten that that had had come out. Here we go again. Um, yes, here. Well, I I will never forget because it was <laughs> when I loved it, and I had a birthday around that theme of that movie, which That's is perfect, incredible. But like. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, I think, I think you're you're hitting something of like trying to hide the fact that it's a musical, because like this movie's coming out around Christmas, mm-hmm. with like all these like families and kids, and so I think they're trying to like market it as like fun for the whole family, and like maybe like musicals are not fun for dads so we have to get dad involved you know like that's why we're gonna show idris elba all the time like oh if this is what you wanted to get dads through the door i'm i don't think a fully naked idris elba cat who's and and maybe someone can cancel me for this it's it's very straight so taylor swift snow white skin playing an orange tabby cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian McKellen has, like, a, a yellow fur. James Corden, Mr. Mistopheles, dark black-colored cats. There mm-hmm. are there are brown cats in this trailer, but the bold choice they've made with Idris Elba, uh, McCavity, is that his fur is the color of Idris Elba's skin. In a way that cats do not have fur that that is that color. Does that it's it's very it so it looks like Idris Elba covered in felt or like yes. if he had yes. peach fuzz on him as opposed to looking like a cat because it looks like naked Idris Elba in a way that Taylor Swift with her gugas doesn't quite look like naked Taylor Swift. Yes, yeah, I think you're hitting, because, like, and that that's why I've been struggling, because I'm, like, I'm horrified about everyone's body in this trailer, but also trying to be very body positive, right, and, like, not trying to be, like, I hate, like, whoever's body, because that's how they are. I think it's because it doesn't look like how they are, either. It looks so, so fake, you know, like, and but in a like very jarring computer computerized way, where they were trying to make it look more realistic. I think that's what's like fucking everyone up. Is like, let's make this look more realistic with the technology that we have, but it looks just not right. Whereas, like, even just like if he like, that's maybe why Idris Elba looks so good with like the hat and the coat, because it it's like ah yes, that looks more like in line like this is like that's not even like what fur looks like that's not you know like the tech like the the texture's wrong the 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 proportions are wrong like it's all just like but his face is so like still very like you know it's his face but it's like everything else 
is like I, I cannot tell what is going on or like what the design process for everything else was. And that's even like I think James Corden too, where it's like he's a black and white cat, but like you know, like they all have fingers, not paws. I, I, you know, like ah. <laughs> it's just like so like it's all just so jarring because they try to make it feel real and I, I guess that's similar to like if we're and they're in the similar vein of like um the recent episode i listened to is about beowulf how it's like supposed to look realistic but it's like <laughs> so weird and like polar express especially polar express is so weird they could have just made a regular movie with real people and it would have been fine it would have been actually great but they had to do this weird like half animation thing like i know why why bother to animate it at that point if you're just going to make them conform to the constraints of the human body you know why like go hard into animated or just go real into realistic this middle is terrifying right and all of these cats are do you remember the covers of Animorphs books uh, where we would see a child and then like an owl and there would be this gradual gradient (laughs) as the child turns into the owl. That's what these fucking cats look like is that some Animorph got stuck halfway (laughs) and couldn't, and couldn't make it happen on either side. But you've, you've opened up an interesting line of inquiry on this trailer. And now I think it's our duty to explore it, is that you have hypothesized that this second Cats trailer is a Cats trailer that is trying to attract dads. (laughs) And I think you're on to something. Because the first Cats trailer, with its dramatic uh, uh, rendition of memory is not a dad-friendly trailer. Not that dads can't like musical theater, but everyone knows what I'm talking about when I say dad-friendly. Yes. Whereas... Like, stereotype of, like, a dad that watches football and drinks beer and, like, doesn't get the art stuff. But, you know, like, like certain movies. Like, yes, this is the stereotype that we're talking about. Because, and not that, like, this is a stereotype that we believe in. We know that there's gray area. People can enjoy whatever they want. They can enjoy football and ballet, blah, blah, blah. But, like, this is kind of, I think we're trying to get into the heads of, like, network executives and marketers who like actually think like this and keep producing content like this and then they're like why is this not good because it's like well you're not trying to produce things for real people (laughs) right exactly and and so now i'm i'm stuck on it because this cast the movie which we have now seen a a projected budget of, our first idea of how much this movie cost, and it's approximately $300 million. And to put that into a frame of, of reference for anyone out there that is not big on, like, movie budgets, that's how much Pirates of the Caribbean 3 cost. And at the time, it was an unthinkable amount of money that a movie could cost... To make $300 million, and that movie has 
fucking ships, three ships in a whirlpool, and and squid pirates, and giant Caribbean witches, you know, there's all this stuff. And, and that, again... This is our first projected idea, as reported by by a by a British paper, that that this movie, uh, with people dressed as cats, with the digital fur technology, a- apparently costs as a much as the Star Wars movie it is opening against, and that the the cat balls on the people that made this movie. The, the absolute cojones of these people to pump $300 million into an adaptation of a bizarre Broadway musical and to open it on the same day as Star Wars Episode Nine is... F- I honestly respect it. I honestly think... It is a crazy bit of counter-programming. And if they can get the four quadrants... Now, you know, because Star Wars is a movie that, like, I don't know, just everybody goes and sees Star Wars. The numbers tell us that everyone goes to go see Star Wars. That's, like, probably the only tradition that, like... I mean, you know, my my mom's gonna listen to this, so, like, she already listened to the other one, so... (laughs) So she knows what's happening. She's already heard right. you talk about cat dicks. Like it's you know it's coming. Yeah. So and and like we have Christmas traditions, but like we have changed as a family. We all have gotten to be adults. Like we're we don't like Santa's not really a thing anymore. Like I haven't. I this year won't go home for Christmas. Last year I didn't go home for Christmas. Like we're all starting to do our own thing. But kind of like. A big tradition with my family is, like, we do go see the Star Wars movies or, like, whatever trilogy is happening. Like, before that, it was The Hobbits. I saw all The Hobbits. <laughs> um, wow, that's more That's more than I can say. I dropped out after one <laughs> Hobbits. I was like, this is enough Hobbits for me, thanks. And, yeah. I, and I watched the Lord of the Rings movies every calendar year. Like, it's not <laughs> like they're not movies for me. I just bailed after one Hobbits. Oh, I have I'm opposite. I haven't seen a, a Star. I haven't seen a Lord of the Rings all the way through for uh, uh, horny teen reasons. That's a whole nother podcast we could talk about. I I'm bringing you back for whatever you just started talking about. That's that's a whole other episode. We'll come back around to that. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, this is, and Shannon's got to be a part of that because it's a real thing. Like you know, like if you've ever dated a straight boy, like you've made out during a Lord of the Rings. Like oh, okay, <laughs> oh I get you now. Okay, I was the, my my brain went off into some strange and odd place because never mind, it went off to a strange place that it wasn't just like oh we put on the Lord of the Rings and then during the course of the three hours we made out like we never finished the movie. Uh, whereas I, someone who would like push people off of me if they tried to make out with me during movies when I was in my teens, uh, I, I have a bad frame of reference for this because I'm like, no, I'm trying to show you Lost. Like, get, climb off of me. Um, so that's 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 where I'm coming from on this. Yeah. But the the oh, oh, the yeah. dad yeah. market is. Is a is a tough to corner market. It's hard to get dad out of the out of the comfy chair into the movies. And if you're going to drag 
dad out of the theater to the movies this holiday season. He's not, he's probably not, and again, we're generalizing here, he's probably not going to want to see Little Women. I am very much looking forward to Little Women, but he's probably not going to want to see that. So you need to convince dad to go with the family to see Cats instead of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And that, I you've, you've opened up such an interesting avenue that they were taking every bit of available footage that could get dad into the theater and shoved it all into one trailer. Dad loves to laugh. Let's put some big laugh lines. Dad loves it when people get hit in the face or fall over, so we gotta put those in there, right? Mm -hmm. Dad loves the ladies, so we gotta have Taylor Swift shaking what her mama gave her. Mm -hmm. Dad loves Idris Elba, probably. (laughs) Maybe not as much as mom loves Idris Elba, but dad loves Idris Elba. Um, I think because, like, out of maybe all the cats that we've seen so far, Idris Elba is, like, the most masculine cat. 100%. So maybe it's not that, like, dad loves Idris Elba, but dad loves to, like, he wants to identify with another masculine character, which is Idris Elba. <laughs> that was the manliest cat we could find. <laughs> because you're, okay, you're right. Again, I think you're you're, you're really getting at something Because, like, Jason Derulo is probably the second, but, like, Jason Derulo is, like, a young, like, a young millennial like okay boomer dad's not like doesn't care about like uh, jason derulo he he hates he hates jason derulo's music no turn that racket off yeah oh yeah it's too too much so idris elba cat like with a cool hat like dads love cool hats you know so (laughs) dads do love cool hats they they no you're right dads love cool hats dads always dads love hats dads wear them on vacation you can't get them to take it off for the photo dads love cool hats dad got married in a hat (laughs) oh my god oh yeah we're getting further away from what dads truly know or what we know about dads i think (laughs) we're on an exploratory mission to learn about dads and I think Hollywood is as well. Oh, and, yeah. oh there's no singing. Mm-hmm. There, there's ladies. There's, mm-hmm. it looks like, you know, action, fantasy, <laughs> uh, slapstick, comedy, all the stuff that dads like. Cats 2, the, the trailer for dads. Yeah, truly. Incredible. <laughs> I'm also a little distracted because, so, since the first episode, I have a new foster cat, and currently Kono is meowing out the window. (laughs) Um, So if you hear, like, the teeniest meows, that is why. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. Everyone loves a little cat background noise. It's perfect ambiance for what we're talking about. Yes. It couldn't be more perfect to have a cat going crazy back there. Um, he the, and I'm trying, He's very scared, so I'm trying not to scare him more with all my opinions about cats. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just living in this realm of, like, 
Kono's looking out the window, meowing. We're trying to discover what dad's like. Uh, and I know what uh, dad's like. Pat's trailer is squarely in the middle of that Venn diagram. <laughs> I. It's the only time where those two things meet. Now, this is important before I forget. So we've 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 talked a lot about the overview of this trailer. Oh, and I just saw that McCavity is on a wanted poster, which is very cool. Um, there's a bunch of wanted posters for McCavity. But uh, hear me out here. Uh, on our first episode, the debut episode of Podcats, we of course used the classic metric rats versus realms to try and talk about uh, the nature of, of, of uh, uh, an adaptation. Mm-hmm. Now, and we, and we judged the first trailer to be pretty realms heavy. I would say. Yeah. Um, How do we feel about the second trailer on the Rats v. Realms spectrum? Because I know how I feel, but I'm curious how you, where you land on this. So I think it's, I, I think it's, it's swung. I think it's swung to too many rats, not enough realms situation. Rats. I think because I, I think like now, maybe in the first trailer, I was like, ooh, what is this place? And now after the second trailer, it's like, this place doesn't matter. There's so, there's so much, this, there's so much rap behavior happening. <laughs> and I don't think it's a like purely like too many, like strictly too many rats, but like, yeah, it's a lot of rats around. <laughs> I, I think you, because uh, the first time I saw the trailer, I was like, realms, it's all realms. We've made a trailer that's completely comprised of realms. <laughs> but now, in, per our conversation, I think you're right. I think this is a rats trailer. I think they're trying to play it too safe, trying to placate to, to too many people. Mm-hmm. We we we're we're swarmed with rats. <laughs> yeah. Oh we need yeah. To get They're... some cats in to get rid of these rats. Because if anything, and maybe that, and that's maybe the crux of like why we're so I'm so horrified is like they are just trying to make a regular movie, and like, but it's it doesn't like cats has never made sense, and we we know this. Like we've always known that doesn't make sense, and instead of falling more into the whimsy of it of like you know what let's just hard sling into that realms world like let's get even whimsier like nothing makes sense nothing matters but now they're like no let's make sure things make sense let's make sure that there's talking so people know what's happening let's make sure that like dads can enjoy this everyone can enjoy this this is a uh movie for a family family enjoyment not for all these theater people who are immoral and wild out here that they have been doing with this cat story and it's but it's like not it's it's not working (laughs) it doesn't it was never supposed to be like this we've dragged cats kicking and screaming into the world of rats we've we've taken the most realms musical theater you could possibly imagine and we are are tugging it into the world of rats and now i am 
I don't want to say concerned, because I am still overwhelmed with excitement for what I'm going to find in the theater on December 20th, because I'm there opening day, which I don't do for any movies. I will be there opening day for Cats. And and now, anything could await me. I, I thought I had a pretty good handle on what might be on that silver screen, and and now... They've they've added plot. They've added dialogue. They've completely changed the game. Anything could happen up there. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I like. It's like I'm horrified, but it's like, oh, I'm definitely going to see this movie. And I like hardly see any movies in theaters ever. Like, it's but like, but now I think it's like, oh. Yes, like there's a lot of possibilities. We got two trailers that are two separate spectrums of the rat versus realms, uh, you know, what is that, line graph. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's you know, it's going to be a wild ride. And like, you are absolutely right when you, you talked earlier about kids and like, you know, like, because it's only going to go up from here. Right, like this, may, you spend this much money on a movie to put plot into something that doesn't make sense. You're definitely gonna make merch on it. You're gonna have cats merch everywhere, like cat, co- you know, like cat costumes. Like next Halloween, get ready. Like, you're we're gonna see little tiny Idris Elba cats everywhere. You know, like it's just, this isn't going away. Like this is probably just going to get stronger because it always has been this strong but you know it's it you know we have to we have to prepare ourselves uh mentally physically emotionally for what is to come right and we it's different than say a big avengers movie where you're like i have to prepare myself that like my my faves might not make it out of this alive you know who from the company of the dwarves will make it home at the end of the battle of five armies cats i think the only proper way to prepare for this movie at this point is to go in not with any set list of expectations mm-hmm. go in expecting that anything might happen that is the only way to gird yourself, to prepare yourself for what might await you. And on a, a, a frankly terrifying note, we still don't know the runtime of this movie. <laughs> and I think it is going to baffle and dazzle us. I, 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 this could go one of two ways. Where, this, they, have e- where they have either taken the the pork loin of cats and have either chopped it down into a sparse 100 minutes mm-hmm. or have filled it full of stuffing and turned it into a large meatloaf of 150 minutes you know we 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 might be looking at a two and a half hour <laughs> cats experience here <laughs> And I yeah. think we all need to know that, that that might be coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe that. Just like how, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it truly is like 
any anything can happen and you know and even too like i guess i'm trying to even any character could be a big deal just because we keep seeing james corden idris elba taylor swift and um uh a sad cat sad hat cat like so many times those could not even be the big characters of the movie right those could just be the the sellers of the movie and then like the character they actually focus on are those two girl those two mean girl cats that are bullying that little white cat (laughs) yeah you know and and that little white cat yeah they've added two mean girl cats they've added two bitchy smoke behind the middle school cats um, they've also, I mean, that white cat is not the lead of cats. There isn't, they've, they've taken a, a, a minor character and transformed it into our noble protagonist. Mm-hmm. Literally anything could be waiting for us. And in a show of like 20 some odd songs, I'm starting to think there's going to be like 10. Ooh. I less. I don't you know. Think I less. Think, I think. Yeah. I mean, and this is me, like ignorant, coming from like a. I haven't even listened to any of the songs. Like I, you know, like only listening to this podcast in terms of like knowledge on this musical. Um, but I think maybe maybe ten songs are are featured in the movie, but I don't think ten songs are sung in the movie. You know, I, I but I don't know. I mean, like that could be like it maybe like it's a like through line to another like walking to the milk bar or something like that. Like, and and even the too, milk like, bar, gonna, <laughs> milk. <laughs> yes, which I like until the second view. I did not know he was saying milk. I was like <laughs> screaming the word milk. Oh, this is gonna be a fucking trip. This movie's gonna be a fucking thrill ride from start to finish. Or, uh, or maybe those ten songs will be so mixed and so like redone that they will not be like the, the original ones will have. They are dead in terms of this movie musical. Like they are redoing all of it for sure. Um. So this 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 trailer I think goes further to confirm some speculations I've had this whole time. And I'm going to I'm going to so the average song length of a song in Cats is probably about 5 minutes. That's probably where like the average would come down to. Mm-hmm. Upon viewing this trailer, I'm going to say that every song is cut down to about 3 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to say that for a show that on stage is almost primarily about dance. I'm going to say that most numbers in this will not involve much dance at all, but there will be two big, two or three dance breaks. Uh, Taylor, the Taylor Swift number is dance heavy, but in a very burlesque kind of way. Um, And there's going to be one like big dance at the ball and then there's mm-hmm. maybe one like final dance number, but like, I think I bet Jason Derulo will dance because that is something he is known for. Is like he is a good dancer, I believe. Uh, yes, um, I, I, my guess is going to be that most of his choreography is going to be like leaping up on the bar. So mm. there will be some coyote ugly dancing. 
but there won't be tap. Oh, there, yeah. Yeah. There, there won't be a lot of uh, true choreo for a lot of these. Um, and I don't even know what to make out of these, these plot lines that are coming into play. This could be anything. Yes. Because also, like, I guess the surprising, like, like, thing that we know about the plot is that Judy Dench gets to choose the cat. Because she says it. She's like, I'm choosing the cat. That that is, that is, that is per the show. That is, that is, that is Cat's canon, that old Deuteronomy Mm -hmm. Um, now per- usually uh, played by a man, but now portrayed by Judy Dench, uh, will be the cat selecting the the. They have confirmed that it is for reincarnation. That is now canon. We know that. Whereas there has been some debate whether or not you go to heaven or are reincarnated. It is now set in stone that these cats are competing to be reincarnated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's on the books. And I'm also wondering, like, if they are trying to make it realistic, like, are they trying, like, is it reincarnation in terms of, like, becoming a human? Oh, God. Finally finishing their Animorphs transformation. Yeah. Or, like, becoming a house cat, like, you will have a family now, but that seems less likely to me than just becoming a person. Right? A lot of these cats do have families. They they are yeah. our cats. They are your little foster cat. Um, but they have a secret life of cats. Um, oh, I mean, Kono that... has a secret life because he doesn't come out a lot for me, and so I totally like. And I've caught him in his little secret life because because I've come home and he's like, "I was I was comfortable. Now you're home, and I hate you." I'm like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> He doesn't hate me. He just is very scared. And it's okay. He's had a hard life. But yeah. I am looking at him and he's looking back at me like, girl, no, we we will not. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> no, no, ma'am. Um, no. So, do, you, do you have any other uh, 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 last lingering thoughts about the second uh, Cats trailer? I, okay. Um, I don't know. I think we've said, I think we've said it all. I think, you know, like, I, 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 this, I think you're right. We have to just be prepared for whatever. And, you know, like, I think also for us, like, I, and I think I'm just fully preparing for it to be a huge success. That might have to, like, actually be the actual preparer of, like, all right, this is going to be a successful movie for sure. And that is maybe the craziest thing about it. I think the irony dollar will be strong. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people are going to be just too curious, like a cat, to not go see it. And But I said it today when I stopped by the comic book store. This movie will either make twelve dollars or twelve billion dollars. Yeah, and yeah. there will be no interspace. It is one of those two options, and and god damn, am I excited to see where this is going to go? So I will oh. close this out with one thought, uh, okay. calling back to uh, the uh, Mamma Mia themed party you had earlier, uh, where of course. 
you tweeted at our friend Shannon uh, about uh, the leftover Mamma Mia food, where, of course, <laughs> I said the great joke, Melanie, it's Italian food, you can't just call it Mamma Mia food. <laughs> about that it just like <laughs> sends me over <laughs> oh my god I, like I remember when you tweeted that at us and I like died I like I laughed just as hard as I just left now <laughs> so everyone just remember if you learn nothing else from this episode about the cats trailer remember that I'm funny <laughs> Yes. Oh, yes. That is actually the true takeaway that all audience members who are listening to this should take away is that like Kevin Lanigan is a true talent and truly oh, funny. Thank and you. Uh, we are so lucky to have this discourse. <laughs> on on this my 18th hour of talking about the musical Cats. Uh, thank you, uh, everyone. Uh, book me on your shows, cast me in your stuff. And I'll see you next week for further discussion about the Cats trailer. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Yes, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Kono, it's okay. This has been a Talkback Podcast.